Welcome to the Accelerate Your Mojo, the Book and More podcast, where we make sense of being a spiritual being in a physical reality. Accelerate Your Mojo is a new kind of self-help. It's self-help from your total self, the only kind of help you truly need. If this is your first time visiting the Accelerate Your Mojo podcast, I want to say, first of all, welcome. And second of all, this is a podcast that goes through some of the concepts that I think are so critical. If you're into spirituality, if you are a physical being, which you are, um, there's so many concepts in this book that help us with the ins and outs of day-to-day life. So stick with me as we go through this book and I give new examples, new ideas. If you don't have a copy, go ahead and pick one up on Amazon. And we're going to make these concepts real so that it makes sense to you how you can use your spirituality, your spirit soul, that aspect of you to make sense of all the things that happen in your day-to-day life. Not just the problems, but the things that you want to celebrate. So let's get started. Today we are celebrating when the alarm doesn't go off and you oversleep. Why? Precisely because part of the Accelerate Your Mojo process is beginning to see that embracing things that don't go well is part of the process. It's part of the understanding about why we're here, what we're doing, how to make it better. Today I want to look at a little book called The Monster at the End of This Book, starring lovable Furry Old Grover by John Stone. I absolutely love this book. And I think, in a sense, it's a condensed version of the concept you create your own reality. I talk about this concept in Accelerate Your Mojo and what it means to me. And if anyone's interested in exploring that concept, the Seth series, the Seth books by Jane Roberts, are where I got that phrase from. It's incredibly important to understand when you're looking at spirituality, consciousness, and all of these different kinds of concepts that we explore in Accelerate Your Mojo and basically in the spiritual community as a whole. The book, the monster at the end of this book, starts out by Grover saying, on the cover, what did you say? Did you say there will be a monster at the end of this book? Oh, I'm so scared of monsters. Grover goes on to try and prevent you, the reader, from turning the pages. He builds a wall out of rope, yet you turn a page. He builds a wall out of wood, yet you continue to turn the pages. He's trying to negotiate with you about ways and reasons why you should not turn the page. He even builds a wall out of brick. Yet, you still continue to turn the pages. At one point, Grover even pleads with us. Please, please, please don't turn the page. I'm so scared. There's a monster at the end of the book. Of course, you turn the page. Come to find out that Grover is the monster at the end of this book. And now he's embarrassed because, you know, he thought there was a monster at the end of the book, only to realize it was him. 
And he said, oh, I told you, I told you there was nothing to be afraid of. Then he says, I'm so embarrassed. I mean, that is beautiful because that's us. In so many ways, we are the monster at the end of our own book. We are the one creating the narrative. And we are the ones who don't understand that we're creating the narrative. In Accelerate Your Mojo, we talk about that. But we also talk about what you can do about that to sort of awaken yourself to the idea that you are creating your own reality. Here's the way I see it at this moment as to what's happening to us and why we find ourselves in this position. We're pure consciousness, something that exists outside of the physical reality, outside of time and space. We focus that stream of consciousness into this time and space reality. We become physical as we have a physical body. We have things we can touch and experiences we can see and hear and taste and smell. But we don't really understand the guidance system. So the consciousness is given us a guidance mechanism, which is our emotions, to tell us where we are vibrating. And by vibrating, I just mean focusing the energy. So, so many times, because we don't understand where we're focusing our energy, maybe it's something that's been habitual, so you don't really notice it anymore. Maybe we're just unaware of what's going on inside our bodies, in our internal reality. So we're just, it's just the way it is. It's no big deal. It is what it is. Um, We're just not aware. I think we can get better, though. I think we can get a handle on how we create our own reality. But it has to happen through the lens of our everyday experiences. It has to be the common, mundane, you know, things that happen to us as we live our lives. Because that's the real gold in this situation. That's where we're going to discover this concept and how we can figure out how to get through it and not be the thing that scares us. If we really understood that we were creating our own realities, I think we'd have a greater sense of empowerment. So many of us feel victimized by the concepts that we tell ourselves, such as the universe has my back or doesn't have my back. When you do that, you either empower yourself or disempower yourself. It looks as if something's being forced into your reality. If we tell ourselves that the universe doesn't have our back, we all of a sudden don't feel like we're the monster at the end of the book. It feels like it's something other than us, right? It feels like a factor that's being inserted into our reality and we feel powerless. We feel victimized. But what if we didn't have to? What if we could understand how this all works? Now I say all that and I want you to know that I'm the one who's living these concepts right along with you. I can't explain it 100%, but I have bits and pieces of what I can explain that help make sense of this concept of you create your own reality. Wrote about it in the book. Pick up, you know, ideas and ways to describe it, such as this Grover book. Go ahead and get yourself a copy. Just go to the library, borrow it, order it from Amazon, you know, whatever. But I have mine next to my work area because I want to remember. And I want to take myself away from this concept that I am victimized by something, whether that be a spiritual victimization, like the universe doesn't have my back, I have bad luck, there's maybe somebody put a spell on me, you know, I've heard all sorts of things 
And I myself have entertained many different kinds of ideas over my lifetime about the ways in which I don't create my own reality, but none of that has ultimately worked for me. The only way I begin to fix my situation and feel better and expand my awareness is to remember that I do create my own reality. I say that with a caveat though, because I don't want you to take on the most difficult concept. If maybe that's financial, maybe that's health related, maybe there's a relationship that has been really traumatic for a really long time. I personally don't think that that is the idea that you should take and try to weave into the idea that you create your own reality. I think it's too much. It feels too heavy. We have to start with the little things, the things that don't mean as much to us, that aren't as big of a deal. So start there. And if you get a chance, you know, go pick up that book or just borrow it from the library and read it and think about perhaps how we can get a better handle on this concept that we create our own reality. Okay, take a deep breath. That's a pretty big topic. It's pretty heavy. So let's, as always, end on a lighter note. I'm gonna sing a happy song today. I'm gonna push those big dark clouds away. Peace of mind, love so kind, smile on my face.